guys, they do magic. magic. They are the magic guys. Magic guys eating muffins. <laughs> Magic guys eating muffins this summer. The most anticipated like muffin of the year. Magic. You do it just doing all this magic, and I'm just eating this muffin. I want snacks. It's blueberries. When you have all the, when you have all the clout that you have, Jace, you you can just eat muffins. We got to work for it. At least I do. You know. I mean, it's still a lot of work. I'm gonna have snacks next time for sure. Yeah, nice. Video every What's day, up? man? Yo, what's up, YouTube? What's up, Spotify? What's up, Facebook? Is that all? That's it. That's the three, right? I like it. Pants off, dance off. That could be a thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, StreamYard, StreamYard now has just ex- expanded all the places you can stream on. And it even lets you stream on, like, for example, if you guys have a StreamYard account, it will now let you also stream this stream on your platforms as well, if you wanted to. It's really, they're really trying to, battle i think with ecamm so now they're letting you customize your layouts a bit more this is interesting i like it but that's just a that's just a tech thing that's interesting hello bob possible john pentons tim askin thomas conger the christian magician alex's magical adventures i do magic tricks hey we got all the all the fellas in the building all right well look i brought you all here today to discuss an important topic which is the pants were off during magic. And it was great. And uh, I, was, I was very impressed with, um, Jace, you doing the splits, man. I know, I know you could do it, but I've just never got a chance to see you do it in real life. Oh, really? You never saw me do it before? Never. And so for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, here's a little, here's a little replay. Under breaking glass, <laughs> mind you. Under breaking glass. Oh. So that was the Slipknot uh, gig, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that show uh, had very little magic in it for me. I did a whip cracking. I opened the show with whip cracking. And then I um, got out of a straight jacket and chains with all comedy and stuff. And then the finale was like a glass walking routine. And then the big the big finale of that was me doing the splits on the, on the glass. Just as you do, just casually. So, so yeah. So the thing was, I was working with this girl who she's like a sideshow performer, um, Porcelain Alice, uh, phenomenal performer by the way. Just FYI, and she she was like, oh, I'm wondering if we should do glass walk, and I was like, oh, let's let's do it. That'll be funny as. Yes. I was like, I've got the perfect way that we could like write a script for it, and the ultimate goal. I don't know if you could see in that blog or not, but the ultimate goal was to get the crowd to cheer, take them off referring to my pants, ah. which they did, which we got them in a synchronized chant, like most of the shows, like chanting, like, take them off. Because the way we would do it is she would get on the glass first and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do it too. And then everyone would cheer and then I'd stand next to the glass and be like, ooh, ow, ooh. And they'd be like, no, you got to get on the glass. And then I'd actually stand on the glass and then she would jump, which looked freaking insane and then i would jump and then i'd make a joke about how she's got the advantage because she weighs a lot less than me <laughs> and then i'd be like if you want to see if you want to see it go one step further say yeah and everyone would go crazy and i'd be like all right she's gonna do it she's gonna do it and then she would do the splits on the glass right yeah yeah and, and then i would say it jokingly if you want to see me do it say yeah and then everyone goes absolutely apeshit because they're you know they're like there's no way this guy's gonna be able to do that yeah, and they go crazy, and then I'm like, and I'm like, turn to her, and I'm like, no, it's a joke. And she's like, no, you have to do it now. And I'm like, oh no. And then I go over the top of the glass with my pants on. And then uh, if the if that wasn't enough to get the crowd chanting, I would make a joke where I'm like, ah, sucked in. At least I get to wear pants, you know. And then and then the crowd goes absolutely nuts. So the pants come off. Drama. The splits are done on the glass. The drama. Mm. Nice. And that right there. there. How do you Josh make enjoying a nice glass of red at 11 yes. a.m. A nice Savion. It's good. Is that really? Wine and snacks? And I'm over is here. That really, is that wine. really wine? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. It's cranberry juice, isn't it, you silly man? Purified water for me. 
Nice. People like your shirt today, Doug. For those listening, it's, uh, what does it say? Las Vegas. Okay. As Lace V Gates. Bro, do you mind? Uh, do you mind going and just uh, holding a pillow over those dogs for a minute? Oh, you can hear them too. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's not just me. I can <laughs> if you give me a second. <laughs> Should I'm I? I'm working on a brand deal for Vegas. If, it, if Vegas is it's interested, I'm trying to get a brand deal working with something like that. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, Doug, what are you doing in the world of content these days? What am I doing? Today I did cat bloopers, almost like anti-magic content. I set about with the complete intent of actually filming a short, and then I was like, eh, it's cat bloopers today. So, yeah. Uh, oh, nice. aside, aside from that, I'm doing lives on a weekly basis. I do that every Wednesday. Uh, you know, I have guests and do that, and I keep postponing tutorials, even more so this week, because I spent considerable amount of time and energy Arguing with magicians online about teaching magic. Ah, yeah. Talk about mm. it. Why are they coming at you? Here's what I don't get, because I do tutorials too, and I never get any of this. See, that's the thing. And when they come at me, I have to defend myself, because I'm, like, not that guy. I'm not a flommer, you know? I'm really teaching on the platform, and then I have to explain myself, as they call me, thief. Mm. Really? I mean, yeah. Anyway. I saw your post. I saw your post with everyone coming to the rescue. Like I needed that too. Boy. It got over like yeah, over like two hundred comments of people, you know, expressing their gratitude for you teaching. So I mean, I think that outweighs any and it, naysayers. Uh, the select few that have expressed displeasure, displeasure are a select few. Literally, count them on one hand. Mm. But these people How, are insinuating. Name and shame, are, name and shame <laughs> right now. No, However, because you know. <clears throat> However, this this sounds like a very familiar story to back when Vin Yang, our friend who ran Encyclopedia of Magic, used to teach on YouTube. He had this exact scenario happening. And then you know what he did, Doug? He made a teaching platform and made it $10 a month. And he got 2,000 people subscribed because they'd been following him for so long and knew he was getting, like, given shit for teaching. And they all jumped on board and now... You know, yeah, lived happily um, ever after. I'm going to be the one holding the flag up for tutorials on YouTube from educated teachers. You know, if you're just showing us, you man, I would I would double up on the amount of tutorials you make. I'm really like I'm ready to do that. <laughs> what really what if screw those magicians, man? You know, the only magicians that complain about stuff like that uh, are the ones that are jealous that you're getting all of this. Um, but now I can be resentful. I try and take a deep breath and say, these people just need to be educated and let me try and do that before I just, you know, say, see ya, you know? Nah, yeah. man. Nah, you don't need to educate them. They're magicians. They suck. <laughs> how about how about this? How about, like, for everyone who complains, you teach their effect. So if you're going to complain... <laughs> This, this is what you're mad about, is me teaching ma other people's material. But, man, I've been so choosy about what I teach. And you only teach stuff from, like, old, old books, right? Like and, and I haven't I'm, seen you I'm teach sorry. anything relevant. I mean, well, obviously it's relevant, but like, I haven't seen you teach here's anything. Here's the other thing. It's never what it is in the book. So when I teach, it's from my experience, my variations. And in addition to pointing the student to the originator and their books and videos and maybe enlightening people about these great magicians they might not otherwise know about. Yeah. Then yeah, they get a variation of the effect. So I'm not really stealing if I'm offering <clears throat> my improvements to the routine. It's just not and true. E even me as someone who hates seeing people reveal magic, I love seeing your tutorials because you're not teaching it like just for the sake of a video going up and getting yeah. Yeah. Your weekly views, like you're actually, both True. you and Jace, but you're putting the actual time in it. My, that was my last statement. Oh, yeah, that. dude, your, your tutorials are a lot better than mine. I like, said, it. I said, if I wanted to cash in, I could. I have 100% of the tools to make a, not a million, but I could live really comfortably just exposing magic secrets on short form media and mm. also. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of us could have 20 million followers yeah. tomorrow oh, if we chose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's but just okay. like if I'm I very selective about what I teach. Like I, uh, yeah. most of the stuff that I teach is stuff that 
is no longer available. So like I taught a lot of Zach Mueller's work because it just doesn't exist anywhere anymore. So keep it alive, you know? Yeah. Then, didn't uh, you, didn't you that, like ask him or something? Yeah. Yeah. And then other than that, it's like, uh, it's like just random little gag things like pen up the nose or I, I think I taught, yeah, basic coin through glass stuff. You know, I haven't really taught I anything. Like as long as you're not taking from someone that's selling the material actively or yeah. not hurting a, wor a working performer's repertoire and a teacher like what you're doing, you're not exposing, you're actually teaching the thing. That's not going to hurt anybody. That's not going to really like blaze up on the YouTube search algorithm and be the yeah. first someone finds, you know, they're more likely that, to find, you know, a 16 year old going, here's the hole in the coin. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I have noticed too, like, it's not like, you know, Sandy's never come, come across a tutorial that like reveals the magic I'm doing, you know, unless you're looking for it, it's, YouTube's not going to show you anyway. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just showing it to people randomly. Oh, now you know how this is done. Although yeah. TikTok, a little different. I, but. Did, uh, I did teach Dean Dill's No Extras recently. I watched you do that today. It's so beautiful. You said, I saw the performance. You said you might teach it. I said, I hope you do because Dean is gone and that's a yeah. great that should live on and buddy you did that yeah. routine so much justice i like that i like that routine a lot it's one of my favorite coin tricks so I yeah I was, I was happy to share it yeah that's good um yeah. i also mentioned dean dill as well obviously just so yeah. people know and uh yeah and then i also did smiling mule those are the two i think that are the most like actual trick tricks that i taught mm -hmm. aside from things like red hot mama or or you know right. shitty delicious or something yeah but yeah, that's uh, didn't really want to talk about it. We're talking about it a bunch, but that's right. You know what we say to those naysayers emotional damage. That's what we say. <laughs> it's you know, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the first time you've ever said something on this podcast that was like not John diplomatic as hell. <laughs> you just said fuck them to every magician. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's uh, that's that's interesting. I have a message for the naysayers, and this is what I continually say: all of the amateurs are learning on YouTube. All of them, ninety-nine point nine percent of the amateurs go there to learn. I agree. Fact. So now what? What do you do about it? Complain? Too late. Or, or actually teach them, right? Like potentially produce a better quality of magician. Let's encourage better teachers on the platform, not negative yes. about it. Yes, yes, I agree. I 100% agree. And I think that anyone that goes around saying that uh, that you shouldn't teach magic on YouTube is an idiot because the world is a big place and the world can't afford to learn from $30 tutorials from illusionists. You know what I mean? Like there are people, think about it. Like the way I think about it is like what if, uh, what if like, it's a kid who does have access to the internet but they live in a country where the affordability of buying a tutorial is just not viable. I said, right. that. I said, how does a guy in South Africa find out about, about Paul Harris if I'm not talking about it? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Even like, even like kids in school, man, like kids in school. Like I know, I know for a fact that like uh, I get messages from people who are like, who are dealing with bullying and stuff. And this somehow has helped them to at least have a social outlet that now they're actually making friends and stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's like, just Mad because they're out. <laughs> Oh man! Because they're able to learn and, and they don't have to pay for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and then if they really want to get into it, well, I mean, I point out stuff like I, there are videos that I make where I use something like a gimmick or, or magic trick or something, and I say like, "Oh, you have to actually buy this one. I can't teach this one. You'd have to go buy it." And then they might they might actually go and buy it. You know, and then we're inadvertently driving sales for magic, and then also helping people get into magic, and then. You know, I, I also we're forcing bad magicians to get better because if they're like, oh, he taught the, uh, you know, the triumph with the card flipped over on the bottom of the deck. And now I have to get a new trick. And it's like, well, maybe you should get a new trick. You know, like <laughs> that's your like level of performance. Maybe you should be upping your game a bit instead of complaining about tutorials on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Another uh, wonderful benefit and one that's falling away from uh, brick and mortar life is building an online community where magicians of like-minded you know, mindsets can get together and share, you know, their thoughts and, and enjoy each other's time. 
you know, as, as magic clubs and such dwindled and these are online communities that are important to foster, I think. Yeah, it's like yes. Discord are the new magic clubs. Uh, That's what I'm noticing. Yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. on Discord a lot more lately and really enjoying the online jams I've been having. It's like the other one, the other one that I'll point out real quick if there's any magicians watching this that are seething at the idea of tutorials saying, oh, we're doing the easy job, like we're doing it, we're doing it the easy way. I want you to get online and start making content to the level that Doug and I do with the quality that Doug and I do and the amount of time that we invest in it and the amount of time that we invest in our audience and then tell me that it's easy because it is not easy. <laughs> it is unbelievably difficult to do what we're doing. It is just, uh, you just don't know what you're talking about. And you know as well as I, the tutorials are not the path to the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You know, if you no, want to make, you better come up with something besides magic tutorials. I mean, mm. you might lucky and get one good one to pop off, but that's not the road, buddy. The tricky, yeah, so I think the tricky thing is, is where, who draws the line as to like, who's good enough to teach? Because it's, the problem is that you've got so many bad yeah, right. teachers, you know. Well, the student will do that. We just need to allow the teachers to be here though, without, without, because this, because, you know, maybe I got a guy, a friend who's interested in doing it, but he thinks, well, what's my magic buddy going to think if I start teaching on YouTube? They're going to, mm. so I'm not going to do that. You know, it's interesting that you say that because me and Josh had this philosophical debate many times mm -hmm. at the start of my internet career because he was adamantly against yeah. tutorials online as was i and then, <coughs> I would, yeah and then but i was always of the mindset like i don't i don't think it matters like it for me it never mattered like i was like i was like as long as you're not taking the food out of someone's mouth no, it really was, doesn't matter i was never like against it against it but you know i um uh, was it our earlier podcast you can, you can see me and josh like almost arguing about it in uh in the earlier days yeah, in, it was always my thinking that it should never be something taught that like I'm that professionals are using to work. Anything mm -hmm. else to you know get bring the students up is fine. That's that was like the the way of thinking. Originally. What I did, and this was based on feedback. You know, as you gain an audience, you hear things from people, and they really want tutorials. And so I think, how do I react to all these requests for tu tutorials? And I chose the Mark Wilson course in magic as kind of the guideline for what I could publish. I'm thinking this is a good beginner's book and everything in there should be okay to teach. So that's what I started with. And then I had students after a year of teaching that material. And then you decide whether to keep going. And I said, yeah. Yeah. So in other news, when Murphy's Magic takes you out with a sniper, um, who gets your channel, Doug? You think though? Because I'll tell you, if you read the comments, you'll find how many of them are spending money because of me. How many books does Murphy sell because Doug recommends them, or, you know, et cetera. It's a lot. Yeah, true. yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> I've bought true. books based off the back of Doug's videos. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, think, yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. I'm seeing part of one the effect. Yeah. By the way, just on, a, on another note, on another note, ladies and gentlemen, um, Something has come up of recent news, what? which I think I think everyone here is going to enjoy. Look at this. This is a new video. You probably can't hear the audio of it. Can you hear the audio? No, we can't, no. But I bet I know why you want to show this. <laughs> Look at this. Uh, it's the new promotional reel. And uh, I, mean, I mean, if you can't see this on... If you filmed can't see by... this, listening to this, this is filmed by Joshua J. Novito. Is this filmed by you, Josh? All yeah. by you, right? All except for, the, except for the end drone shot. And uh, Chris did the last music overlay, but I added all the... Oh, how did he turn that card into a watch? <laughs> I did all the sound design, which you can't hear. So all the mixing uh -huh. of the cube sounds are actually me on a microphone, mixing the cube to the person in the video. Look at that. Josh. Uh, What's this, Josh? Yeah. Showman, the ultimate spectacular. What a... What a pro level. That just is on a, a side note here. Oh, sorry, I'm on cam too. Yeah, and just on a Dizzle. just on a side note though. What a what a quality production, huh, Josh? Hey, thanks, you bro. mind slapping me back down in the bottom corner there, brother? I like being at the bottom. <laughs> Did you storyboard oh, that sequence? Was that yeah, this is not yeah. So the idea was all Chris Wayne, 
And he, yeah, he liaised with QPAC. And the thing was, QPAC wouldn't just let us walk around. Like we had to be scheduled for like 15 minute segments in each room that we filmed in. And we were ushered through there because there are other shows going on and other press stuff for other shows. Like Hamilton were having a press thing downstairs or whatever. So we had to be really efficient and like get in and get out. And so, yeah, I used my... um, my DJI stabilizer for the the filming, which was which is dope, and I used the the thirty mil lens, which I'm using now, and uh, and that was it. And then yeah, we just filmed that, filmed the different clips. So yeah, it was storyboarded by Chris, and then um, yeah, just filmed and, and edited it together. And he In edited house, it, he baby edited it on this uh, Asus Games Master PC. Oh, bro. Uh, Guys, check out this laptop. It is ridiculous. It's a dual screen. Do this again. Dual screen display, baby. Look at this. Yeah, it is. It is pretty wild. It's actually got a. I don't know if you can see this, but it actually has a Steel Series keyboard built into it. So, you know, like Steel Series is like a mechanical keyboard. Yeah, that's built, built built into the PC itself. Yeah. Wow. For anyone who's a for anyone who's a tech junkie. Right, there's a 3080 Ti in this so, thing. If you know what that is, then you know that this thing has enough processing power to basically overthrow the government. <laughs> what? What? Do you, what? Like, what makes sense to use the bottom screen for? So, okay, I can show you. So you're an editor. You're an editor, so I can show you this. That's the first thing. Like editing. Well, this yeah, this whole thing. Uh, that so just for reference as well. That bottom screen is actually a touch screen. Nice. As well. So, oh, nice. nice. So here, if I pull up Premiere Pro right here, I'm just going to pull this up real quick. You'll be able to see how it's like laid out on this PC. I can actually like touch the screen and do the cutting and stuff with my finger, which is kind of crazy. But uh, let me just quickly get it. It's just going to open up the program. Hating that on the iPad for years. Yeah. Well, the thing is, an iPad doesn't have a graphics card though, Doug. So you can't edit in 4K. Um, so while I'm all for I'm all for the iPad, it doesn't have a graphics card. So you can see here, Josh, uh, the timeline is actually down in that bottom screen here. See that timeline's, oh, in, the, timeline's in the bottom screen, and you can see how big the actual display of video will be because it's this entire square up here. So okay. I, I can I can edit, um, and then huh. because it's a t- because it's a touch screen, I can actually just touch the tools that I want to use. So like if I want to use the pen tool, I can just. Literally wow. just touch it. Yeah. Is it a touch screen? See? It's pretty slick. Does it have Wi-Fi? Oh, uh, no. This, this computer does not have Wi-Fi, sadly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, that's, that's, that's very nice. I don't know if you've seen the TikTok of... So for anyone wondering why I have this monstrosity, I'm about to travel over to Japan, Korea, Malaysia, Vietnam, Singapore... Um, I'm also going to Scotland. I'm about to be all over the world, baby. Oh, and uh, and so I needed something to edit at full potential because I'm still doing a 365, right? We're at day 86 today, I believe. Nice. Which is uh, when, you, when you put all that in perspective, there's a lot. So when do you, when do you leave, bro? Next week or this I week? leave on the 2nd. So in second. like four days. Uh, so this is the last live pod for a while. Uh, the second of April, I leave. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, um, Sunday. No, it won't be the last live one because I've got this monstrosity of a PC here that I can. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. Look, I'm on the iPhone tonight. This doesn't suck too bad, right? Anything's possible in modern age. Yeah. Except being my camera's working on that PC right now, <laughs> but just not on here. <laughs> Uh, what do you do? If you guys have any questions, by the way, feel free to drop them in the in the comments. We'll just keep talking smack in the meantime because it's what we do. But um, yeah, that QPAC video, we were really happy with the fact that it cost zero dollars to make because we all like had the skills to do it ourselves, which is a handy thing having a uh, filmer and editor in the Magic team. You know what I mean? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I know what you're saying, brother. I'm picking up exactly what you're putting down. You know what I'm saying? 
encourage any magicians who are watching and don't already edit video to consider it because it's a valuable tool, you know, yeah. for your professional work. Yes. I also upgraded to the Wireless Go 2. So now when I'm filming Street Magic, I can put a mic, a wireless mic on me and the spectator. I want, want it so bad. Do you Tell me, Josh, is it actually that good? Well, it does what it it's meant to. And if you forget to plug it into the camera, it has an internal recording system anyway. Okay, that's it, cool. Yeah. So so even if you wanted to, you could record from the camera and then separately record from the wireless goes just as an extra redundancy um, without plugging it in. But the audio isn't as good in the just internal recording, but you could do that. But what I plan to do mainly is to still have one wireless go plugged into a shotgun mic on the camera, and then the second one on me. So wherever the camera's pointing, it'll still pick up the audience reaction, but it'll still keep the crisp audio on myself. So when I, when I did uh, some stage shows just recently, I used it and I mic'd the audience. So I set one wireless go in the middle of the audience and then one was on me. So you get more of that full sound of, of laughing and reacting. And, and it's good. I'm, I'm glad I got it. Yeah. So you reckon you reckon uh, everyone should invest four hundred thirty-five thousand six hundred dollars in a wireless go? Yeah, before you even have a, a camera, just get that. <laughs> hey, if you're going to have two people on screen, that's a very good reason to do it. And uh, also, this you can use it um, connected to the phone. I'm interested in having being mic'd up as I shoot you know, street mm. material, getting better audio from me, and you know, eliminating the wind and such. So, yeah. Yeah, and anyone doing interviews with people. Now you can just easily have both of you mic'd up. I mean, that's well, what it's for, two people, right? Really? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the past, I have mic'd up my wireless go to the roadcaster when I've done Zoom shows. So you could technically, you know, have two people oh, yeah. jamming and just you're both wearing one and everyone at home can, can hear you crisp as a daisy. Yeah, yeah. One. Crisp as a daisy, eh? On the list, it was on the vision board, but I took the vision board down. It's it was still there. Come on, bro, you never you never want to take the vision board down. I tore down this whole studio last week, or two weeks ago. I tore it all apart, put it all back together. Still hate it. Got to put it back the way it was. I'll put the vision board back where it was. Yeah, the Christian it's hard to get your studio just right, isn't it? Yeah, it is hard. And there's always more gear that we want. Uh, I, I know it's a podcast. Also, but yeah, yeah, Doug's going to perform a trick right now. Well, hang on. For those just listening, I know it's a podcast, but do you perform on here? It's my first time I've seen one live. Well, because it's a podcast, a lot of people are just listening to it. So this is a place where normally we just talk smack and, and see what we're up to because we all put out so much content performing already. But every now and then, like maybe what you're about to see, we do sneak some performances in. So Doug, do you have... Uh, 52 possibilities. You can pick it, Josh. Do the one there. Seven of hearts. Uh, nope. Try again. Okay. Uh, Ace of spades. Seven of hearts. <laughs> oh, boy. That makes me so mad that you used that gimmick just now. You happy now, Matthew? You happy now? Yeah. All right. I'll show you guys just a one trick. One quick trick. For the people, for the people, because everyone wants to see. All right, let's get you on the uh, the reacting. Yeah, this would be gooder. Layout. All right, let me just there we just go. warm up here. Oi, see that? I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to see something where I'm fast as fuck, boy? Yeah, right, we want to see this. it. I do this one all the time because I love it so much. <laughs> Do you recognize this trick? Do you remember this card? Yep, I remember it. Don't, don't forget it or else this trick is not going to be very good. I'll even leave it sticking out of the middle. So you can keep your beady little eyes on it, Joshua W.J. Norbido, a.k.a. Lex Luthor. I'm watching, bro. Look at this. As long as there's no duplicate of that card amongst these, we should be right for a miracle because when I push it in, one card instantly travels across. <gasps> no. Yeah, and with any luck, that card is... Queen of <gasps> Now, if you oh thought that was slick, though, wait until you see me do this. You're ready? Look, I just got to rub it like that, and it just is gone. You see that? 
Oh my god. I know. Look, it's not even on the top or the bottom, Josh. If you wanted to come back, you gotta snap the fingers, it'll come back disguised as a first dot shot joker. And then with a rub, it'll change into that queen. And that way you can take that queen, you can place it right there in the center of the pack, <laughs> and sure enough, it jumps back to the top. I don't believe it. Dude. Josh, say say stop. Stop. All right there. Beautiful. Look at this. The queen of L diamonds. In fact, Josh. You can even push it in. Go ahead. Just push it in. Thanks, bro. All right. I'm trying. <laughs> now watch. Do you know what this is called? He's in commercial mode. Oh, he won't stop. It's going to be in the well, wallet. six years without a girlfriend. <laughs> now look. <clears throat> Ta-da. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh, no, I've also got it. You've also put it in my mouth. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, Show me the back of that card, Josh. Show me the back of that card, you son of a bitch. Is that a first playing card? Did you go all, all in? Look, I got one thing to say about that routine, and that has to be worthy of a like and share. Jesus Christ. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. That's uh, I can't believe you have my voice. In your no, sound that's not your voice. <laughs> Have you got a baby yet? You got a baby. Not yet. No. No. Still <clears> Hang on. Let me hit record. If you could just say it for me. Uh, it's not a good mic. All right. Go ahead. You ready? Ready. Baby. Nice. All right. Play it back to us. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Can I? I mean, I can. <laughs> The magic guys setting up their soundboard on live air. <laughs> Could you hear that, or was that nope. only me? Oh, no, I, I played it back, but you guys can't hear it. That's right. Uh, it, no, it, it sounds, it sounds pretty crisp. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we got a question from Premier Entertainment. Welcome, welcome, friends. Has anyone ever rented a venue with their own money and did everything themselves? Any tips to make it become a success? I think that's four walling, if I'm not mistaken. With their own money and did everything themselves. I've I've done that, but only on a small scale, like for parlor shows. I've definitely brought in my own lighting and booked the venue and sold the tickets myself, but nothing like properly worth mentioning, like in a venue. Um, what about you, Doug? So I've been in several shows that have been booked this way. Have I done it myself? No. But look, you asked me this question in six months. The answer is going to be yes. And... I, I had a friend on recently on my YouTube, Tom Britton, who did this extensively a few years ago, right before the pandemic. He's traveling the country, booking small theaters. He talked about it a bit, and he has a whole course on it. Um, uh, freak, freak show and tell. I would point you in his direction. He did some stuff with William Radar teaching the process. You're interested. I mean, I, I would believe that, uh, what is it, um, Sean Farquhar is doing it moment yeah a lot of people do it the notion of doing it on the road at different theaters is what appeals to me you know there's what you like you could do it as a res residency say like steve cohen does at a hotel or yeah. taking it on the road to actual theaters yeah what, what i can what i can speak to is doing yourself like doing that um if i've learned anything from being in showman it's that <laughs> The thing that sells tickets is you need Me. people that are buying the... Well, we haven't brought in that that son of a gun yet, but... I haven't brought in that component yet. I'm telling you, you're missing out. Showman's missing out, bro. Is uh, basically replace what Showman... Replace that, that strange Christopher Wayne guy with me and the show will go off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, only, the only problem is he's like the marketing brain of, of the show in terms oh. of selling tickets. All right, so, well, replace that Josh Norvito guy with me and we'll sort of... See, there we go. Now we're talking. Now we're yeah, talking. Yeah. But, but essentially, it's, it's the press. Like, you either need to have a PR agent, like a PR person, or you just need to be on top of it. Because everywhere we go, there's radio ads playing in the car at pickup time. So families are in the car driving. They hear the ad. Then they'll run some TV ads. Then they'll run, like, whatever the local magazine edition is in that area, like the weekend edition or whatever. We'll have a spread in that. Then there'll be posters um, just in like outside the theater. And so they're doing all this stuff, pumping it just to sell a few shows and, and sell them out. So it's not like. And it's challenging have, yeah. to wrap your head around any one of those endeavors. Like do a TV commercial, right. 
gulp. Right. <laughs> you know, that, yeah, do a yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That does sound intimidating, isn't it? Do a TV for like, do a TV commercial. How the hell do you even start? Yeah, exactly. Well, who do you talk to? Where do you go? Well, these can days, we the, these days, like you, you, your commercial can literally be um, like a video you made. You know, like the promo you saw for Quebec, for example. We wouldn't use that one, but like that could play on TV these days well, with di- digital TV. That, that good. I always heard there's a great way to market yourself uh, on TV, and that's to like have absolutely no plan, randomly jump into the shot, but like the guy zooms out at the same time. Uh, maybe drop a coin or two. That's an excellent way. Oh, you're talking about live TV. That's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then you want to do all, all the press, like, yeah, showing up on the morning show or the, the radio. Um, and none of those things, none of those one things will make people buy a ticket. But after they've seen and heard about it a couple of times, they're like, oh, this is really a thing. And Facebook ads, QPAC right now is running so many Facebook ads for our show. I see them and they're different each time when I'm <laughs> scrolling through. Um, yeah, just... Tim basically says it, good marketing. Thank you. That's probably what I should have just said. Yeah, that's the answer. Um, it's the, the marketing answer. that is the beast for selling shows. It is the catalyst behind yeah. success. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I like J- Jason is doing the Gary V train where he's building his brand. So he doesn't have to sell so damn hard when he, if he does do this himself. I mean, the marketing budget must be insane for this show. It must be ginormous, huh? Yeah, Josh personally put in forty-six grand of his own money for this. Dollars? I thought it was more like six million, probably. Well, if you think about it, uh, Showman playing at QPAC can sell six thousand seats, right? And they're all like fifty dollars each. So if you figure that logic out, they'll spend X amount of dollars per seat. Uh, yeah. on marketing. So I forget what, yeah. what that is. Like 10% right. of each ticket price times yeah. 6,000. That's how much they'll put into the budget. So it's something like that. I don't know. So it's like 24 billion. Like- <laughs> yeah. Well, now they've got that sorted. Yeah. Cheap. Anyway. Actually giving away advertisement spaces. Yeah. You know, Facebook <laughs> advertising would be the first place I go to to promote anything. Although lately it seems like that's all that's on Facebook because they're in the toilet. You know, it's like ads, nothing but ads on Facebook these days. Becoming, becoming unpleasant. Can't believe that venue makes like six hundred thousand dollars. I think I mean, that's three hundred thousand dollars. I don't know if you're getting the same algorithm that I am, but there's a lot of displeased Americans about Facebook's participation in in uh, quieting TikTok in this country, and people are abandoning the app. They're giving it bad ratings on the on the App Store. And What's well, because Zuckerberg was instrumental in putting lobbyists in the American government to convince our, our, our government that TikTok is evil, when in fact that's not really the case. But Zuckerberg spent money to convince the older guard that it is. So now they all think China's got our information, you know. And so, oh, yeah, what, hap- what happened with that uh, in so, Congress or whatever? Yeah, well, it's pretty vague right now. Um, It seems as though the president holds the power to ban the app at will right now. Like, he could wake up tomorrow and say it's banned. But this man has to realize he's got 150 million users to contend with, 5 million businesses, Mm. and the freedom of speech. Now, do you ban that? If you do, you better be prepared for the shitstorm, because it's coming. And, yeah. and it's coming for Steve Zuckerberg actively as we speak. And uh, I, I predict their stock is going to plummet at least a little over the next week or two. You know, Jason, I were talking about this. Um, YouTube's done a great job at staying out of all this and also slowly yes. taking over everything. Such a great platform. YouTube's the best, people. man. They work for the people, you know? Yep. They YouTube care. works for the people. That's why they're so good. Yep. Yeah, Facebook is ceasing their creator payment program, which for me is like losing a job. <clears throat> Wait, so, they stopping? Right. They stopped the creator. I expect tomorrow I will wake up and not be receiving standard bonuses like I have been. I'll probably get I'll probably get monetization 
through advertisements on reels, which is 10% of what the bonus program was. Yeah, wow. So you're going to have to go back to your old job, eh? You know what I'm going to do is focus more energy on YouTube. Like you haven't seen me doing much content. I've been so focused like on what, what's happening on Facebook. Does Facebook care and yada, yada, yada. That's really where my paychecks have been coming from. So I've been hyper-focused on that short-form media, but it's time to not do that. 2024, Bob Possible. 2024. Uh, also, super busy working magic events for the next four months. So it's gonna. I'm, I got a lot going on traveling myself going you know vlog it man come on start that vlog series up yeah i absolutely plan on it yeah i'd love to see your uh i'd love to see your vlog stories make sure you take time to make b-roll shots and you know you know i have storytelling components opportunity Mm. last year i did a few shorts from the conventions but as far as actually like given the vibe of the journey i did not do that at all and totally intend to correct that error on these Bro, just watch me work, man. I'm going to be the Casey Neistat of magician vlogs. I think you already are that. No, nah, not yet. Not yet. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Well, your content's <clears> not. <throat> I, think, I, think, I think you're there, man. I mean, people you don't even talk to know who you are. You're, you're now a reference point, like how, um, how uh, the boys in Canada were saying that they use your like and share line a lot <laughs> just in conversation. And uh, I, I was talking to... Am I even allowed to talk? I don't know. Who cares? I was I, I was on a Zoom call with Xavier Mortimer from Vegas a few oh, weeks wow. ago. And even he said, you're one of the top guys doing magic well on the internet. He said, it's really hard to do magic well on the internet. He considers himself one and he considers you one of them. And uh, our bloody better at it, do you want to get? <laughs> I didn't even realize that people like Xavier Mortimer knew who I was. Yeah, buddy. Well, people like that are always watching what else is doing well, you know, online. Well, all I need now is uh, the same amount of views as that guy, and then I'll be set. (laughs) Does that guy get like 100 million views a video or some shit? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, David has a – this is worth mentioning. David asked, uh, YouTube is launching podcasts as well. Is that available in your studio setup? It is. Our – this uh, channel is now set up as a podcast. So I believe the RSS feed is coming later in the year where you can just listen to it as an app. But right now, I've noticed it's been gaining views because I, I think they're pushing um, podcasts right now because it's so new for people to list it as it. And uh, yeah, so we are on that. We're on that, buddy. Fantastic. Yeah, man. Josh is all over it. Yeah, yeah. Josh is a marketing genius. You might not think it because he looks more like a Superman villain, but Josh knows a thing or two about marketing. <laughs> that's right. And thank you for your patronage. That's right. Thank you for watching, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Thanks. We, we do appreciate it. The funny thing is, this podcast, I think the reason why we've managed to do 107 episodes or whatever we're up to now is because we treat, we treat it as a. We treat it as a catalyst to just catch up and hang out. And then it's nice to have you guys here along with it. But it's just kind of funny. Because this is like, dude, honestly, I haven't seen you in ages now, man. This is nice to be able to jump on the pod and like catch up, you know. Yeah. It's like we're all doing our own stuff. And this is just, this isn't the main thing where we're trying to build. It's like we all do our own stuff and then we talk about it on here. So there's no like real pressure, I guess. Well, there's a little bit of pressure. There's a little bit of pressure. Bro, you cannot tell me one thing you have pressure about for this podcast. (laughs) There's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I have the pressure of Josh constantly giving me shit about how much work he does on the podcast. (laughs) Well, no, I don't do a lot, but just in comparison, I do a lot maybe. (laughs) In comparison, you do all. Just share the podcast once, buddy. I was was totally going to the other day. (laughs) I was 100% going to, and then Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I know. Mm. I'll tell you guys a funny story. Jason was like, you know, I probably would share the podcast if, like, I had the link for it. And I'm like, you're so amazing at technology and editing. Like, you just go to YouTube, copy the link. He's like, yeah, but it's too many steps. I'm like, all right. (laughs) So... So the next week, I pasted the link to the podcast in our group chat that we thumbnail. confirmed the podcast. I'm like, here's the link. Forgot to post it. 
and I I'm like, not forget. I just so then the next week, the next no. week, I was like, all right, here's the link for the stream, blah blah blah, and here's the link that Jason won't share. All right, I'll tell you what. And, I'll, uh, tell you what I'll tell you what, Josh. You didn't what. didn't share it. I'll, I'll cut you a deal right now. If you send me the link <laughs> next time, I'll share it. It, it's not even I worth my time. I think you swear. <laughs> I think you swear on our thirty millimeter lenses right now, brother. Oh, I will. I will it share it. Okay. But it, the thing is, though, like it doesn't matter. You know, I don't no, care. Matters, I don't really matters, care. Bro. We're going to get four hundred. <laughs> we're going to get five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred viewers right now. <clears throat> right anyway. here, right now. All of so a then we'll be monetizable so, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll so, share it one time. We'll be monetized. So after that week, I was like, eh, doesn't matter. We'll just go back to. To chilling because we're we're still you know gaining uh viewership anyway slowly yes we are but we surely are. you know we never do really anything to promote it on here like remind people to leave a review or share it yeah guys make sure that you smash the like button if you haven't hey, already subscribe if you like this type of content <laughs> and uh do stuff you know, if you, with your powers combined of smashing that like button we collectively could get a silver play button. Can you imagine? And we could just cut a third each. No, no, no. They actually send out for each member of the. Really? Yeah, they would actually send out three. Yeah. I was going to say we could cut a third each, and then in our video we could put it up so it shows up as a whole. Like I can sit mine in the corner here, and then Jason can have his in the corner, and then Doug can have his in the corner. Anyway, no, they would actually, they would actually send us the whole the whole nine yards. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sweet. I made a I made a uh, suggestion that Jason should just give me access to his social pipes, and then I'll just do all the sharing for him before the episode. But then the problem with that is he can't remember all his logins anyway. No, I can and, remember uh, them all. I can remember them all. It's that I'm very apprehensive about putting them onto any other computers that I am not familiar with. Bro, like, that was one. That was one time that I accidentally signed you up. To a Viagra subscription, it's not. Dude, dude I have a, I have spear phishing scams constantly coming after my account now. Like in my emails, it's like I get hundreds and thousands of emails of people trying to get me to click a link so that they can hack my accounts. Same. Yeah, and so so it's like so it's like if I if I bring anyone else on board to this little enterprise of mine, first of all, I'd have to be one. Like I probably wouldn't do it until I had a space where they could work out of, and they were using my. Computer, do you know what I mean? Like, like I would have like a computer in an office, for example. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. We, I wouldn't want it to be on someone's personal computer because. Yeah, you don't want people to see your nudes, which is very common. Oh, they can see my nudes. I mean, they saw fifty percent of my nudes literally at the start of this podcast. Like, that's fine by me. That's true. And for anyone who's late, to, I just don't want them to steal my, you know, pour a slice of my pie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> for, for anyone who's late, we'll just play it one more time. <laughs> A lot. Oh, straight content, under the baby. glass, man. Straight under the glass. Uh, how wild is it though that you get to make money from doing stuff Stupid like that? Shit like that. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought it was funny because uh, I think people were un- like, I think people thought that I wouldn't actually just do it, but I don't think people realize just how open to experience I am. Like, I try anything once. Yeah. Spits on the glass. Yeah. No worries, bro. Yeah, I'll give that a shot. Why not? <laughs> I get stabbed in the balls by a piece of glass. Whatever, it's just part of the game. Yeah. <clears throat> what was once. it go with? What was it's it go with the glass? Did you did you use it anymore in your act, or was it mainly just her? Uh, yeah, I did, like I told you, I did walking on the glass, and I so I, did, I walked across the glass, and then I jumped on the glass. Like it's like a whole thing. Yeah, eat a piece of glass. Did you practice that trick? I knew I knew how to do. Yeah, I've done I've done that stuff before. <clears throat> You've done, done splits into the glass? No, that was new for me, but but because I know how to walk on the glass and stuff, mm-hmm. I knew how to I knew how to put myself down onto the glass without actually. Well, the kind of I try a few times before you're in front of a what was it? No, no, just do it. No, just run and gun it on stage. Just give it yeah. a go. No, yeah, we were on stage. The worst thing well, the happen. finale, the original finale is that she was going to just do it. Right, but then while on stage, the energy was just so high that I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna fucking yeah. do it because, and I just did it. Yeah. Well, how often do you do the splits? I like to keep my flexibility up. Yeah, but that doesn't answer the question. How often are you doing the splits? 
Yeah, like, I don't know. Probably. I, like I, I stretch daily. Like I stretch almost every day. Including, like, I, like there's one thing that I've always said, right? And I've said this to Josh many times, and that's that I'm okay with being fat as long as I'm functional. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I don't, I don't it's give, I, I do not give a shit if I am like a heavier set fellow as long as I can still do the same things yeah. as a fit young fellow. You know? Yeah. yeah. As a, as a fellow large man, I get. It. Yeah. Makes sense. But that I could always <laughs> will surprise me forever that you can do the splits. It's from the dancing days, man. Yeah. Were you a dancer? Yeah, it's why it's how me and Josh met, basically. Oh, no, we, both, okay. we both got along over the fact that we did dancing. Yeah, right. yeah we did magic and dancing. <clears throat> Good times. Maybe that should be the day that we do a 365 together. If we do like a cinematic either dance battle or dance courage. Oh, bro, you're going to win. You're going to win. I'm so out of touch with it. I can yeah, probably yeah, still do some stuff. Like I, I know I can still do a freeze. I could do some like cool stuff, but, but, I don't, but there's no way. Oh, but it'll be like a movie. Like we'll set up what's going to happen and the, you know, the counters and it could be, be fun. All right. I'll do, could a, be I'll do different a flip, is the I'll main thing. I'll do a flip off the, off the top rope. And now, we're <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. And we want to do a, table. we want to do a slow-mo where you, you squat down and do a whip crack that go like not a crack but a swing and I'll do a butterfly like over the whips. Oh jeez. Do you reckon you could butterfly over a whip? Over a cracking whip? Not not maybe not at cracking, but maybe if you're just you know, spinning it. Like that thing where I shoot it between my legs and then swing it and past you and you do a butterfly over it and then we crack afterwards. Boom. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We're gonna need can, something. Maybe you can uh, flick a card and we'll whip that in half too. We can redo that, yeah, in uh, in Sony quality. That's right, 4K, 10-bit yeah. color, baby. Josh, when are you upgrading to a Sony A7S III with a G Master 16 to 35 mil lens? Well, totally right now, eight, eight, right. $8,500. I think I was telling you before, like I've just been kidding out this Canon. Like right now it has a um, cage on it so I can attach other things to it. And I just ordered a speed booster, which will be here tomorrow. So it'll act like a better camera with its focus speed and, and acting like a full frame camera. Please, please give us a report on that. You like, yeah, just do the DM thing. Let us know how that goes. If I forget to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and when I'm filming stuff, not for vlogging, but when I'm filming stuff, having this stabilizer just makes it, so bloody fun to film because there's no handshakes now. It's all smooth and it's just... Oh, you put a stabilizer on your thing. Oh, yeah, right. You got the fucking tripod thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and <clears throat> you know, if you did use it as a vlogging cam, you can if you want to, but, it like, the, the stand itself comes out into a tripod so you can How see... How heavy now. is that thing, by the way? Because I did think about... <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's noticeably heavy after a while. Um... How much does this weight? Maybe like, it's more than a kilo. Yeah, I wish there was like a smaller version of that because. <clears throat> but it's um, like something something for the um, ZV1, you know, like a little basic one. That'd be nice. I mean, you that's can three access, right? You three, yeah, 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 one, two, three. There are phone versions. Maybe a ZV1 can go into the, the smaller phone version ones. Um, DJI make does make a phone version as well. But uh, anyways, yeah. And and what's cool is like there are all these buttons on here. So like, um, hang on, let me just. You there are all these buttons. So, so like if I press this three times, the camera will automatically turn around to face me like if I'm vlogging. <laughs> and then you press it again, it will just go back to its normal view. And uh, there's a button for shooting vertical. You, like it'll go into vertical mode awesome. for the camera. And there's also a, a a 360 revolving mode, so the camera will just keep spinning. Bro, I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but if I just tap this button here, <coughs> the camera will turn around to face me. Oh my god! Right. That if I tap it good. again, it'll actually turn around to face you. See, isn't that crazy? All Technology. right. That was pretty good. Instacam provides a lot of the things that this uh, gimbal does too. Um, Maybe not. Yeah, but you know what the problem with that? You know, the 360 cam is fantastic. I love that piece of kit. It's still one of my favorite pieces of kit. But the only thing is, is it doesn't have a depth of field. So it can be jarring to look at it for too long. Yep, agreed. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, it doesn't 
it doesn't have a natural focus point for the human eyes, so the whole image becomes too much to stare at for a while. You know who uses the 360 really well is uh, uh, Sean, that Sean guy, not Seano, I think he calls himself, this guy. Like, he knows how to use a 360 very well because you can see him holding it in his left hand. But uh, he knows how to use it for cardistry anyway, like to get the whole view of the card coming around and that's what I that's what I, I would use it for anyway. I haven't seen well, that. Go get one, Josh. Go pick one up. Go on. <clears throat> you know, I'm hey. an advocate for buying more quality stuff. I'll, go, I'll show you guys again. So, yeah, you can see him holding it. You can see that he's holding the stick in one hand. Yes. There we oh, go. Okay. Oh, here's the actual start. Oh, yeah. Like that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's just uh, all edited and post, though, brother. It's just holding the stick directly out in front. Yeah, true. Yeah. Just change the yeah. direction of the camera, yeah. Like, you, you don't need, like, a necessary skill set to be able to do that, which is what's so good about the camera. That's what, but, yeah, that's a, that's a really cool thing that it does that, I, that would appeal to me. But, yeah, anyway. Right, I'd love I'm to just, see I'm you do just... flicker shot more in videos, man. I haven't <laughs> seen you do much flicker shots lately. Over the last, like, what, five years that you've, that you've known how to do it for, you've only done, like, I think 376,365 you heard it here first, folks. Want, want. Yeah. Um, you know, you can. Uh, it's helpful. Yeah, I actually, I think it's helpful for filming street shows. Sometimes, like I'll, I'll put it. You know how I set my light up, Josh, where I put my light there. Mm. Sometimes I'll just put the light pole there, and I just have the three sixty camera on there, and then That's I can cool. just like capture everything. Yeah, it's just doing a whole show with a three sixty cam sitting at the top of my table. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah. You know the other helpful. thing. <laughs> This is how much I, I want to make the most out of my uh, M50. Where did I put this thing? <clears throat> the next thing I bought is, uh, <laughs> this might be going a little too far, but it's it's basically a, a timer remote control button. It's basically like a, a button, Jeez, like a shutter push. <clears throat> Can I just say real quick, just FYI, yeah. that if you added up the cost of all of the little gizmo doohickeys that you've bought for this camera, you could have simply probably just bought an A7S III and a good lens and have probably. made your life so much easier. Maybe. Because the, A7, the A7S III, all these attachments that you're buying, the A7S III just has Already all do. of that already. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't need to, you I know. know, it's crazy the amount but, you spent. But why not? So this is an intervalometer. <laughs> and it, it will allow the M50 to record longer than 30 minutes by itself. So when I'm filming Ooh. my show... When I'm filming my show, this will set up to once it stops, it'll actually press it again for me when it's plugged into the HDMI. So that's what this is for. Ooh, how fancy. That is very <laughs> Right, you want to see something crazy? It's like 30 Look bucks. This. But yeah, I want to see it. Josh, have you played with the app, the Canon app that allows you to do remote viewing and shooting? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. I have, Doug. Um, and the stabilizer has a, a thing in it as well that will let you actually turn the stabilizer in real time and hit record. But but the only thing I the Canon doesn't have, which I wish it did on the app, is right, um, to switch between manual and autofocus. Because mm. I want to be able to stand back somewhere and then hit manual focus so it locks onto it and then I can film my uh, loop videos. But yeah. it won't do that. Right, what are we doing? All right, James? Joshua WG Nobita, get a load of this. I don't know if you can see in the in the screen finder here, but I have an M50 on my ring light, and then I'm mm. holding an M50 right here. I have two M50s. What? How do you have two? <laughs> I thought you bought one. I got two, two M50s. What the actual hell? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm a tech. I'm a tech connoisseur, bro. I've got the luck. I got everything. I got everything you need. I got two M50s, a ZV1, Sony A7S3, GoPro Hero 10, 
friggin' uh, 360 camera. Uh, uh, I don't know if you can see over here. I can pan over here. You can just see all the craziness over there. Look at all that tech, man. It's just oh my God. everything. I got all the shit you don't need in life. I got it, okay? Whatever you – the next time you go to sleep dreaming about upgrading your camera, just remember I've got everything that a man could want. <laughs> And and Yuki's got the the G seven X. Yeah, she's got the G seven X one, and she's got the GoPro Hero seven, which she actually started making videos for. She started filming her artwork finally. Wow. Took ages to convince her to do it, but I'm happy that she's doing it now. So, well, all I can say is, and that has to be worthy of a like and share. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys.